Today's episode of Chunky Glasses, the podcast, is brought to you by the Indivisible Guide, a practical guide for resisting the Trump agenda. It's a team made up of former congressional staffers uh, revealing their best practices for making Congress listen. That sounds like something we're all interested in, right? Right. Uh, you can donate to this group on their page at www.indivisibleguide.com. You can follow them up on Twitter, which is at Indivisible Team. Uh, we follow them. So if you just look at our followers, you can get it like that. They have weekly calls. They have print, put out emails. They, they make uh, videos. They, 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 they're keeping you informed so you can, uh, as the kids say, stay woke, and uh, we can maybe get some shit done. So that's Indivisible Guide. Uh, they are awesome. And now let's get on with the show. Here and it finishes here. Two men enter, one man. Was merely a two word review, just a shit sandwich. I will roll the record up to the next man. That right there is a lot of Welcome back to the basement, fellow music lovers. You are now tuned into yet another exciting adventure with us here on Chunky Glasses of Podcast. I am your host, Kevin. As usual, and as usual, we have a really great episode uh, in, in store for you today. Uh, first, before we get started, I want to say to all of you who listen to our George Michael podcast, holy fucking fuck shit. Uh, you know, we, uh, we don't pay a lot of attention to numbers because we do this... Uh, because this is what we love to do, but damn, uh, you guys love you some George Michael, and I, and I hope that we, uh, <laughs> I hope, hope we did right by him, and I hope you enjoyed that, because, uh, that was super fun for myself, and, and Sarah Godfrey and Marcus Dowling, but, uh, but seeing how you guys just sort of devoured that, um, lots of hits, it was the hugest, it was the biggest, you, you don't even know, you'll know someday, I can't tell you right now, but it, it was the big list. Uh, thank you guys for, for tuning into that. Uh, this week we got an equally great podcast, minus the George Michael. Uh, first up, we're going to be talking uh, with Eduardo and Andre down here. Uh, we're bringing back Title Talk. If you are a fan of this podcast, you know that we have spent a lot of time talking about the streaming wars, and we sort of sort of couched it in, in just a, a category, a, a segment, if you will, called Title Talk, because they seem to be the one screw that's loose in this whole thing. So generally, if we're talking about something weird or fucked up that's going on, it's going to be happening with Title. So we're talking about that. Uh, and it's actually uh, Andre's first Title Talk. So we weren't doing that before he, he left the country, and now he's back. Uh, so it was a thrill to have his insight get in here on this. A, a man who does not subscribe to any streaming music services giving his input. Imagine that. After that, we're going to be talking uh, about an album from a band that no longer exists, guys. Sometimes this happens, uh, and I, I don't even really try to parse this. Uh, there's, there's a great band, a great super group of a band uh, that was coming up over the past two years here in Washington, D.C. called the L-Man Stories. You know, if you had to say a hyperbolic statement like this, this was the one great hope for people to finally recognize the Washington, D.C. scene again. If you were being hyperbolic, if you were that type of fellow, I would say this was the band you'd be looking out for. Uh, their, their debut album finally came out a few weeks ago, 
And the day it came out was the day they played the last show. They are no more. They are not making music. They have split into their various Voltron components. L-Man Story is no more. Uh, but we wanted to talk about it because it's a fucking phenomenal album. Uh, so we're going to be doing that. And uh, really, really special to me. Uh, you know, you've heard Sean Barna on this podcast. He's a, he's a really good friend of mine. He's one of my favorite people in the in the world. And... Uh, he hangs out here at the house from time to time, uh, or he did, and he's moved back to New York City. He's prepping his new album, um, Portraits of an Exhibitionist. Uh, in the meantime, he took a little time right around the, the, the inauguration to get together with some friends of his in Paper House, where he used to live, at the house house right around the corner from here, to record a live version uh, of a song that I, I think is is brilliance incarnate and, and it distills Sean down to his essence, but uh, street motherfuckers and their famous friends. So, we're going to be playing that. Uh, I'll tell you a little bit more about that at the back end, but uh, that's that. That's it at the, after we talk about Elman Stories. So that's your podcast for this week. So if you guys are ready, and you're comfortable, and you have a beverage, and, and you, and you want to spend some time with myself, Andre, and Art Eduardo, I think it's time we head down to the basement and get this thing going. So here you go, episode number 256. We're reviewing the new album, the final album, from Washington, D.C.'s The L-Man Stories. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's about, about where it's about. About right, yeah. Uh... You're gonna give us a little the backstory on these guys. I don't have a lot of backstory. Okay, this is yeah. this mystery. Uh, Wait, this is like the mystery band. Yeah, this is a mystery band, <laughs> and, and they will remain a mystery band. <laughs> well, that's who that's, was that one band that like never put? Was it Rye? They never put anything out about them, so they wanted to be this mystery, right? But then, I mean, they knew who they were. Okay, they yeah, knew yeah. who they were, but they didn't put them. They out. were like yeah, trying yeah, to be yeah. this, like yeah. The band, the band we're talking about right now is the Alman Souris from Washington D.C. A band that is no more. They struggled <laughs> for two years. Brief history here. Uh, yeah. You know, they struggled for two years to to craft uh, this fine ass album that they have out, the self titled uh, album that they have out. And uh, just this past weekend here in Washington D.C., just up from the uh, the Rock Basement. They played their farewell show. We're going to talk all about this album and all about this music, but before that, it is the return of, of something that, man, it has been gone for a while. We can add... Hashtag TT. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe we need to introduce some like interstitial music or something to this, yeah. but like, we're talking about title talk. Title oh. talk. So, <laughs> you know, we, have, we haven't been doing news on these things too much. Yeah. Uh, and uh, that's also mainly because the world is a piece of shit right now. <laughs> but it seems as though there's more important news right, than right. which streaming I, I, service then, sucks yeah, the most. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. But in this case, we're just going to group a lot of news yeah. in here. First of all, yep. uh, as we as we cruised into the end of the new year, uh, we heard news that title was faltering. Like faltering in a bad way. Faltering in a way that they were going to lose the Prince catalog, which we're going to be talking about okay. a little bit. So what they did is all of a sudden there was a weird press release that you could now basically remix title. That's the first thing I want to talk about. So you can, if you subscribe to title, you can remix the songs, you can up up the tempo, chop and cut it and stuff, which is, 
literally in direct violation of copyright. Yeah. <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. So so this was seen to me as a as sort of last gasp at that. But what was going on behind the scenes uh, was the estate of Prince, who died last year, is having they're putting on a Prince concert, like a memorial concert. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are having trouble be- uh, sort of finding the heirs. You know, there are some people who have claim to that estate, and uh, title is now mixed up in a lawsuit because they said, "Well, Prince owed me four albums." Is Jay Z saying this? Prince owed mm-hmm. me four albums, and he only gave me two. Like, and he well, was paid in advance. And he was for paid those in advance. Well, it's like, well, right. the dude died, okay. motherfucker. What the yeah. fuck he want? Yeah. But, but the point of all this is that is that Prince's catalog has been tied up mm-hmm. behind the title wall for, <laughs> for for far too long. And now uh, the geniuses who run – they are genius. I love these people. The geniuses yeah. <laughs> who, who, who run Prince's estate now are like, yeah. you know, what would make everybody a whole lot more money mm-hmm. and make the world a lot better place, quite frankly, is if you could get Prince on every single streaming service. So that looks like – it's about to happen. I think they announced it. It might be on the like February fifteenth. I'm not sure if this yeah, is going to be. Yeah, I think the suggestion was that shortly after the Super Bowl, which I guess is this weekend. Yeah, yeah. Uh, most the the most popular uh, elements of Prince's catalog would finally find their way to yeah. streaming. Oh yeah. well. So okay. I don't know. I don't. I don't know what that means. I don't know which. Uh, uh, you know, I don't know if it, if that just means like the three disc greatest hits. Would be available. No, I, th- or... I, th- I think it's the entire catalog, and I, I think it, it, maybe maybe you're missing the last two, Hit and Run okay. Volume One and Two, which, Arti- which is artificial, <laughs> artificial age. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, may, may, God, maybe you're missing sucked, maybe yeah. you're missing those things, but <laughs> yeah, uh, just... but you know I I don't know if that's going to be a problem, and and so the reason I want to talk about this was a because we love Prince, but b like what does this actually do to title at this point? Last year, what we saw was a company that uh, made up their numbers. Like they're getting sued by <laughs> yeah, Norway. Yep, yeah. yep. Not 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 by somebody in Norway. They're getting sued for by like, Norway. By, for like for like by the country of Norway. They pulled a VW Wells Fargo yeah. move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah to, to, so they lied about their numbers to inflate their stock. Like they did. Not the people that sold it to them. Yeah. Like yeah. they they directly did. Yep. Uh, they they they've held Prince's catalog uh, captive uh, after he died, which is cruel and Correct. unusual to the world. Yeah, yeah. We could have used it, uh, and. More and more, there's like no like exclusives like popping up on here. Even Solange, who is part of mm-hmm. the fam, did not have an exclusive. So, oh, is so, she part of the title family? Yeah, she's oh, Beyonce's wow. sister. That's right. Yeah. So, so, are we ready to like just put a stake to the heart of Title in 2017? Can we? So, I don't know anyone who subscribes to Title, I and I also person, don't know Chanel. anyone yeah. who who gets their. Uh, Whose whose wireless carrier is Sprint? Uh, so this well, seems that's like the third news piece. Sorry, though, right? sorry, they, sorry. Spoiler alert. No, no, yeah, they're they're <laughs> yeah, partnering, t- partnering together. So, yes, and, and I should have got to that because because after all this, and this was rumored a long time ago. This is one of the first things we talked about. Sprint goes and buys thirty percent of this deadbeat company. Yeah, <laughs> in the face of of. Literally, America doing away with net neutrality. 
Yeah, coming soon to an so really, internet service provider near you. This question does this mean uh, title thrives in the age of Trump, or uh, does this mean that uh, Apple needs to buy? Well, they have their own service; they don't yeah, need yeah. to buy anybody. Well, so the highest end music streaming service will have a captive audience of like the worst wireless carrier, <laughs> the worst major yeah. wireless carrier. Yeah. yeah. Um, which which doesn't really make sense because Sprint's whole message, if I'm reading it right, is mm-hmm. that hey, we're almost just as good as Verizon. Like they even hired, <laughs> they even just hired the Verizon dude. Yeah. And and Title's yeah. thing is like we're the only choice thing. We're your you know your grass fed uh, oh, you know fillets okay. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah well, that's and, what they're going for well, now. We know, we know the, this is the thing where now when you just you will get a free. You have access to title as a Sprint subscriber. I don't know if is that, access, but what that, I do or, know is reduced it, price. No, you know, no, as no a, it doesn't count against your bandwidth. It doesn't count against your bandwidth. So, okay, so, so there's it's data. Worth it yeah, to like data be a subscriber. Involved, that. Okay. Maybe maybe it's baked into the operating system. I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, you know, even with that, you know, what you're talking about is like you said, it's it's it, we're almost as good as Verizon. <laughs> That's, um, that's literally their entire yeah. their entire brand right now. Yeah. You know, this is if this uh, this sort of streaming wars develops in that measure, like this is the worst case scenario that we talked about. But I, I don't really think it, it is going to. I think what we're looking at is, uh, you know, for one thing, you mentioned like the the high fidelity. They are mm-hmm. aside from Ponos, which nobody got. Yeah, uh, they they are. <laughs> Sorry, you know, they do, they do offer, <laughs> which yeah. is something you're hype on. Uh, you know the the high fidelity streaming, the streaming FLAC. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, mm-hmm. for audio file, for people who aren't audio files, FLAC is the uh, preferred. I guess it's the non proprietary lossless. Yeah, yeah, non proprietary. it's open source. Yeah. yeah, and you know, so I guess right now I'm like, why why don't other services just do that? Like well, I think this. I think the vertical integration of uh, music subscription service and like wireless carrier is yeah. actually not a good trend. Like no, I don't. No. I don't want. Like I, I'm grandfathered into an AT and T unlimited data plan, which they can take from me. You know, from my cold dead hands. Uh, yeah. Basically. And I don't want that to someday mean that like I've chosen Apple Music or Spotify or whatever. I want to uh, have. Yeah, I want to okay, be yeah, able to choose yeah. those irrespective of yeah. my grandfathered yeah. unlimited data plan. Yeah. Um. What's What's weird is that this seems like a desperate move for both companies. Like no one who's mm. watching Sprint is like, right. oh, yeah. Sprint, Sprint has title now. They're now they're back, especially losing <laughs> Prince. Yeah. yeah. Like exactly. what is yeah. But exactly. beyond? I'm sorry, but beyond Bowie right now. Yeah. Right. right. The most valuable catalog on the planet is Prince's. Yeah. yeah. And the estate is looking at a tax bill uh, coming up soon, like in the at the end of the first quarter or something. Okay. That's going to liquidate roughly like half of the estate. Yeah. So, so, so oh, they wow. need, yeah. So the, so the, the law firm managing it basically needs it to be unloaded fairly soon because, uh, because I think the property tax alone is thought to be a couple of like $20 million or something. And like, it's going to, it's, it's basically, they yeah. basically said that like two or three more payments of these and, and that's half of the estate. Yeah. Wow. So, so you know what you know what you do yeah, if you're yeah. sitting on Prince's catalog yeah, and you need yeah. and you need a cash injection, yeah. right? 
Yeah, you sell it all. So, so, but what can, uh, assuming that, that they try to lock this stuff, like, because that's what title suits about. Title, title is going to claim they want they want exclusivity. They, they want right. exclusivity and they want it for certain things. Whereas I think they signed back with Warner. I think that's yeah. who, who it is. And they said Sprint was going to inject seventy five million dollars a year for these exclusivity oh, for, for marketing and yeah, yeah. Yeah, marketing, yeah, yeah, just yeah. like exclusivity, yeah. the least well defined. Like, yeah, it's, just, it's just a fucking you know, money. You can do what, you can do what I mean, you want. To that, to that yeah, what we need actually, we need another sound like we do sound like Groucho Marks the Duck when we talk about like yeah. ways to increase piracy, yeah. kids. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you want to make yeah. sure that piracy like carries on, like what CD, the Pirate Haven that mm. people didn't know about is gone. Yeah, five more have popped up I, in its in, place in that time. Yeah. So now, now I mean we are we are back where we were three months ago. You can find anything and everything that you need if you truly want it. Yeah. What we were racing towards, at least what I feel we were racing towards, was an era where we wanted to pay for it. That uh, would have made well, piracy obsolete, yeah. right? Because it, it would make because it absolutely it would have been. obsolete. Because look, yeah. you have two different things going on. You have uh, you have the access to the consumer, which ultimately I think is the most important side of this. Sure. Uh, sadly, and then what the artists are getting paid, and we've talked a lot about both, but if the reason it works now is because I don't have to choose. Mm -hmm. I have all of Prince. I I, I have all of Prince. I just don't have to choose. And actually, I used an Apple product, so maybe they're the winners. Apple made a product that it, like, reads the stuff off my hard drive, uploads it, that is unique across all the services, and streams it to my phone or device or TV or whatever the fuck I want it to, to stream to. Mm-hmm. So so the point is I don't have to choose uh, my stuff based on what content is carried. And so yeah. I am more inclined then to pay more for everything. We rock a family plan, you know, and now that, right. now that all this is put in front of me and it's all at my fingers, so like I will hear an album that I stream and I, I'm like – you know what? I really like that on vinyl. Yeah, I'm gonna go out yeah. to Songbird and I'm gonna get that on vinyl. Yeah, I'm gonna sit down, or I'll just buy it. Maybe I want the files. Maybe, you know, yeah. maybe I want all that. When you start splitting this up and hacking it up and making the one thing that maybe shouldn't be competition in this world, uh, which is the distribution of music, you eliminate that because the second this is how people's brains work. The second you pop that in there, like. You mean I got to get around this, or I can I can do this or this, or and I want, yeah. And, yeah. and then they're like, but over here, as 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 an artist, you're losing if you limit the ways in which people can choose to pay for your music. Yep, like that's just yeah, that's yeah. just such a simple. It just seems like such a simple idea, but um, but uh, and 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 in fact, uh, the artist that we'll talk about later yeah. in this episode, yeah. um, I can't. Th- this album is not available on vinyl. It's sold out on cassette. For some reason, <laughs> okay. yeah, uh, that's a whole other discussion. For, for some yeah. reason, yeah. well, I know why. It's yeah. Sold out on cassette. It's just, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and it's fine. I'll just have to settle for my yeah. like Apple Lossless twenty five eleven kilobytes per second awesome rip that I got from Bandcamp. But uh, yeah, 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 spoiler alert. But um, well, I think everybody's sort of grasping for these different parts of the market. Right. Yeah. When I think of this move for title to say like, okay, you can like adjust all of our songs on there that is for the dj market 
Thank you for bringing that back up. Because yeah. yeah. like we we like, almost uh, that, we got through it. So yeah. that is specifically because I know Spotify. There are not within Spotify, but there are other programs, and I've used them as a DJ specifically. Yeah. The one I used was called Pacemaker. Yeah, it links to your Spotify account, and then you can do all the things that oh, Tidal was saying. Yeah. That you can do within Title now. So, so, so it's an external program that just links to your Spotify and it pulls up all your playlists and it bring it's bringing all the data in from Spotify and then you're adjusting the BP, BPM, you're cutting it how you yeah. want it, you're adjusting it, you're doing all sorts of different effects to it, you know, so, as a DJ. And I would think that oh, that's that would I would assume that that is the function of that move is saying there's a market for this, right? For DJs. Because yeah. there's all this, you know, you can do it on your iPad now. I'm, I'm not sure, you need. but we already have yeah. that SoundCloud. But do they have? They don't the, have. The, they don't have the tools. They don't but, have the tools, though. Yeah. yeah. yeah and so it, what Title is saying, it's like they're taking on another market. And even that, like within this, in this other case, like it's like you need two programs now. Right well, now, it's like you right just now need it's just title. it's just baked like, into it's all the thing built in. Yeah. It's like you just use our program. It's all together. It's like you don't need these separate things. So it's no longer and, about for the artist by the artist. It's about like let's let's like conquer all the marketplaces. Well, it's it's for a like, different artist. It's the it's the guy who's getting paid 150 grand a night to spin in Vegas. And right. think of now how many just do it how many title. bars <laughs> where or venues where there's a DJ right at all over the world. Think of all those. If you sort of add those up, it's actually pretty high. It's a it's a much and, it's a much better play than I would have realized had you not said had you not said if that. If you're Andre. thinking about but, playing but your content so over a large system, you want right. the highest quality. So they sort of folded that. Is that is so that, egregiously that, yeah. against like everything. Because like at the minimum, if you're a DJ, you have to pay ASCAP and BMI dues. Yeah. At the minimum, there yeah. there's a whole lot of other things that you shouldn't. They don't, but they should yeah. be paying. It's yeah. essentially a new mechanical yeah. license that yeah. you have it's to pay. Yeah, a new mechanical right. license. Yeah. yeah. So if you are then just all you have to do is pay twenty bucks to fucking title, and you <laughs> no, can have, that, and you that's can do exactly what it will be. You're like, actually cheating artists at that point. You are you are one hundred percent cheating artists. Yeah. Yeah. At you're, that point. you're cheating the performers of the song mm-hmm. out of. The, but I think yeah. what they're thinking is uh-huh. that they already know that so many people are doing this. That we can sort of tap into that, right. and say like, okay, we're the and I don't know if this is what the, I was just when I read the article, I was like, oh, this is directed towards DJs. I yeah. would think, yeah, because they're right. the people that would want to do the types of things that right, they're right. saying or, their program the, the will, will be able to or do. The comic book guy basically, like, mm, I'd like to hear that faster. Yeah, yeah I mean. <laughs> He's just like, I don't have yeah. time to listen to a whole Stewie Dan yeah, album. I, mean, I need to listen to it at, 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 at 1.5 yeah. the speed, like yeah. I do podcasts. Yeah. I mean, there's the person that figured out that Dolly Parton <laughs> Jolene sounds amazing, you know, at half speed, you know? Yeah. There's always that person, right, right. but how many of those are there? You know, it's just, uh, of course, you know, there's it's fun to experiment with it, but when I was reading the article, I was like, oh, this this seems like they're really focusing on these different sort of parts of their market share and saying, yeah. oh, okay. And they're, but the weird thing to me is they're not. They didn't sort of directly and blatantly say that, like that you can yeah. use our service as you know as a DJ. It's they, a great they, product because for it's, it's, because, because of the license to issue. See yeah. Okay, what they can get away with. Ah, uh, yeah. okay, okay, yeah. yeah. And they're not gonna get away with. Mm-hmm. It. Like they're just there's not there's there's no self-respecting artist. I mean, artists are very. Uh, they they don't want to put their stuff up on on streaming to begin with. They're very okay. hesitant. If you tell them that you can put it up on there, and all of a sudden, then you can like not only 
alter it on the fly. Yeah. So this art I made, you can do with it what you want. Yeah. But then you can use the thing that you're getting it with to actually like make money. Exactly. Like you are not, you're no longer, you're, you're in, you're opening yourself up to, and if there's no lawyers here, so this is awesome. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I can, I can <laughs> say shit like this. It's perfect. The lawyer yeah. will probably shut me down, but yeah. you, you're opening yourself up in my mind, at least to like litigation by every single artist you play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, has yeah. the right to be like, you know what? You couldn't do that. Yeah, you can't do that with. Money. You weren't supposed to do that. Yeah, but that's the world we're at now, right? At this moment. Yeah, it's I, like I, where it, are those lines? What you know? This is the thing you know that we're moving through right now. My only, my, I guess my biggest takeaway every time we talk about title is for people who believe in capitalism. Explain to me how title still exists. Yeah. If capitalism <laughs> right. worked, yeah. title would have died yeah. immediately well, because no one wants it. Yeah. Well, it, it exists yeah. just because they, it, well, it's, it's what Jay Z is good at. They keep pumping money into it and he keeps finding the suckers yeah. born every minute. He keeps finding a sucker to like buy it and partner it. So and now, you, and well, now he's giving, and now he's like creating suckers because yeah. he's going to have twins. I mean, Sprint just, so he's just taking two 33%. More. Hey. hey. <laughs> He's got two more guaranteed subscribers, I hope. Yeah. In, in, I don't know. In, in the forthcoming twins. Yeah. Solange, maybe. She, yeah, she yeah, might yeah. subscribe and just yeah. not choose to release her music. Then. On that, yeah. You know, yeah. She pays 20 Rihanna. bucks a month to get the same neither stuff. Neither does that. Arcade Fire. Neither does, like, <laughs> yeah. any, neither does Kanye. Like, nobody is, like, stayed. Daft like, Punk. Daft Punk stayed true to this vision of uh, what it yeah. was because the vision was, was false. At the end well, of the yeah, day, they, lo- they lost the track because wasn't the original like it's for the artists? Yes. Yeah, oh yeah. But you, the interesting thing is you never hear that line anymore, nope. like because no one likes it. Because <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> well, also, also <laughs> because and here's why people would have liked it. People would have liked it if they released like financial statements, right? That okay. Said, that said, hey, yeah, yeah, this is how much we're paying to the artist. Sure. Not to. Madonna, uh, okay. arcade yeah, fire, yeah, yeah. like this is how yeah. much we're paying because what they presented when this launched was a and Prince was complicit in this, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and what they presented uh, was a service where they were like, hey, we have like more money than the GDP of like England, yeah, right. They had they they had you, the top earning one percent right. of the music industry there to basically say, you know. No longer slaves. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Which, which is yeah. fine if if if, <laughs> yeah, if the, it, was, it, it wasn't a good look. No, yeah. it, it's a good look if it's a, if it's a uh, your money where your mouth is situation. Yeah. It was not. Fair. It clearly was not. Yeah. Well, clearly because uh, they're not sort of using that as their message anymore. No, they're not using they're, as their, their messages. No. Generally, oh, you can get the highest quality streaming, yeah. and we right. have exclusivity to these artists. That's their message fair, now, look, man, I would we're, think. We're picking on title because, yeah, like, yeah. you know, I, I would just love a, a, a truly altruistic, like, music service where, like, you pay in and you don't have to worry about who has what. I mean, all these have problems. Like, you have yeah. holes in the catalog. Sure, sure. And, that, and that's mm-hmm. fine. And, and honestly, that works the Footloose for the- soundtrack. Yeah. Fuck yeah. No. <laughs> Dirty Dancing. Dirty Dancing. That's oh. what it was. Dirty yeah. Dancing soundtrack. <laughs> we were just talking about this. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was forced to order a CD. That, I mean, wow. that happened. Yeah, <laughs> because I only have it on cassette. 
I feel like we have to end it on. That's just that's an indictment of title Spotify and Apple Music. Yeah. Yeah. Kevin had to order that, that. It forced me to buy the dirty. <laughs> I I wanted I wanted soundtrack. the song after used she's on, like, like wind in the used yep. market of Amazon. Yep. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yep. So. Yeah. So on that note, let's talk about a band that doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Stories, the Greys, uh, they are a band, as I, as I joked up front, that does not exist anymore. They are DC-based, or were DC-based. Uh, the lineup uh, was Alex Braden, who's a member of Young Rapids, uh, Drew Hagelin of Cigarette, which uh, we'll talk a little bit about when we get into this conversation, uh, Fiona Corman, Margot McDonald, who is a sort of fascinating solo career. She put out a bunch of albums in almost like the Andrew Bird style. She does a lot of looping, okay, but nice. it's very much poppy. Okay, so so it's 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 very energetic. It's uh, she has an amazing voice, as you heard on that. Everybody in this fucking yeah, band has yeah, an amazing yeah, voice. Yeah. Uh, Sam Raymond, uh, both Young Rapids and uh, and the Elementors just played their last gig. It, weirdly, at a venue in, yeah. in Brooklyn, like just yeah. right, yeah, at, yeah. right up the street at from Smith here. Public Trust. Um, this is so this is their first and their last LP after two years of work. You know they they've been they've had a, a a social media presence. They've been out and about. They played a few shows. They opened for Louis Weeks, who we've talked about a lot. We talked about it on our Roadkill podcast. Yeah. Talked, they just did a Tiny Desk that? thing too. Did they do a Tiny Desk? They did. There was there was a song. I, I think the Greys actually was like a video that they, they shot a tiny as desk a Tiny con- Desk contest? video. I don't I don't uh, I don't know, but I I feel like the first time I heard about these guys was as a result of Tiny Desk. And it was and it well, might have been well, consequence we'll of sound or someone this pimping is, it, but this yeah. is not a facts based podcast, yeah. so we're okay. <laughs> Never. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh you know this is a mix of a lot of stuff that I don't like. 
Let's start there. Let's start there. Let's sort of break so, that so, down. Yeah. So, if you've listened to this podcast any time in the past, you know, I, I don't know, 252 episodes, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you you know that I have become uh, not just get off my lawn, but I, I, I'm really indie rock is frustrating to me because it generally represents the worst talent of our musical pool. You know, there there are some very few exceptions, but uh, but generally it's people who just want to go and like jack off on a guitar. We're looking uh, at you, Mac DeMarco. Yes, okay, we are. Yeah. We're looking at squarely you. Like, <laughs> yeah. We're also not a podcast uh, afraid to name names. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, uh, and one of those bands that I really do not do not cotton to is uh, Dirty Projectors. Mm-hmm. I was going to bring them up on this. Well, yeah, I had you know, made so, a note. I was so, yeah. so in the mix. Yeah, yeah, yeah so definitely. Dirty in projectors there. and uh, you know even some sushi and the banshees. Not 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 the biggest fan. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yet, uh, this music is a combination for whatever reason, uh, of all these things that I don't like, and and to my mind, it's produced honestly one of the best albums to come out of DC. In years, yeah, yeah, in in years, this is so polished, so perfectly executed, so just well thought out. I mean, if you when they opened for Louis Weeks, they almost blew him off the stage because Louis came out and played, and he just had it, and he's new to playing and stuff. But all these guys, like so, Cigarettes, a band that plays around, they they are the underground faves. Uh, They're frustrating because they don't have a lot of music out, but people like swear they're the best band ever. I, I don't I don't share that opinion, but they're okay. Yeah. Uh, but when they came out on stage at the Howard Theater for this thing, they had built props. They had built this whole little like okay. balls of light out there. Yeah. I mean, this is all like into a, a, a big artistic statement about what uh, you're supposed to experience, and and it worked. Like well, art arty artiness works sometimes, yeah. Does it, right? Yeah. Does it? I mean, I think I think this album proves that a little bit. It's 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 really bold. It it it's sort of an album of like moments, yeah. Right? Like it's just you sort of put it on and you let it kind of flow over you, and yeah. And um, and then it suddenly captures your attention. Yeah, you're it, like, it, it's, what's going on there? It's, it's yeah. so full of moments that just <laughs> yeah. make you look over and be like, wait, yeah. is that a little weird little groove that they just locked into? Yeah, and, and then suddenly it's groovy. Yeah, like I was like, suddenly I'm like grooving out. I'm and, like, wasn't expecting to have that sort of emotional response. Yeah. At, Within the same song, and 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 it's it's done in a really weird. There, there's something about the sound of this album where like, um, and I was I was trying to write this out and I couldn't quite figure it out. But like, there's a, on on the low end, you have this sort of you usually have like a nimble bass line and mm-hmm. sort of a polyrhythmic yeah. drum thing going sure. on, yeah, right. And then you have really thin reedy guitars, and in the mid range, yeah. there's just nothing. There's nothing, yeah. right. And and the and 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 they and how they fill that track to track is really interesting. Yeah. Like sometimes it's by like a lot like sort of group vocals, like on the opening track on Cat Calls. Like mm-hmm. it's yeah. all it's all filled it's as all, if it's yeah. right. And and sometimes it's filled with synthy noises and and not. But like, but it's really things, an album yeah. where like it's. Um, I was thinking about how we were both uh, ragging on Bob Mold. <laughs> for, being, uh, okay. for being all treble, all mid range, and this album is His just one of goes those. To Twelve, yeah, yeah, and yeah. it well, gives well, it, it gives it this really sort of weird, groovy, sort of primitive well, what's even vibe. Weird about yeah. it? It's like if you're going to do all this, and, and and look, this is 
this was an album I think that the, the term vocal acrobatics was made for. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the between Martin McDonald and the other singers, like this is some stellar arrangement of vocals of, of mm-hmm. stuff that you I, I haven't heard of many other places, except for like dirty projectors, which yeah, is dirt, well, yeah. this is definitely, you know, Calling to that, I mean, yeah. tune yards, tune as yards, well. tune yards. Yeah, yeah there's for a sure. song there's some, I think polyphonic near yeah. the end yeah. where yeah. They, they, they like second half of the song they go into this very tune yardian. Yeah, and I, I when I was in Ankara, amazingly, I saw one the band that Meryl Garbus was in, which is an all vocal band. Oh no shit! Before she went to tune yards. Oh my god! And this is wow. uh, in it's all vocal, and there was some moments on this where which reminded me of that, where I was like, which is what she, you know Meryl yeah. Garbus used to sort of, you sure, know, sure, yeah, you know, get her motivated about doing her type of music, and I was like, oh, I really reflected back on that, and that's that's interesting to me to think about that progression of this very vocal music. Mm-hmm. You know, we're seeing Bjork. You know, doing uh-huh. her whole muda, uh, what was the whole the, vocal album she did? It'll happen, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. not, not facts based. Doesn't yeah. matter. <laughs> and, yeah. But um, there's, you know, and then we're seeing, you know, the Fleet Foxes do their whole sort of beard dude singing together kind of thing. <laughs> um, it's it's sort of an yeah. interesting progression. I don't know, to me over time listening to this that like. That this is now being folded back into music well, that's the, a little more thing, groovy. Though, it's like more groovy now. Like the yeah, the beard thing a though. More, I and think then it's they lazy. Blow up at the end sometimes. You know, it's like I, I think the beard <laughs> thing is actually a little lazy. I think that's like yeah. that's like oh, I've heard the Beach Boys. I like that. And we can mm. harmonize. Josh Tillman, aka Father John Misty, is is the worst culprit of that. Okay, yeah. You know, if you make something pretty, <laughs> look. But if if it's in harmony, a bunch of voices singing together sound pretty. Yeah, this is yeah. not what we're talking about here. We're talking about like these weird staccato, like multi layered harmonies punching in and out yeah. of yep. of a guitar that is like sort of scattershot across the whole thing. There's never there's never uh, for a lot of this album a center to any of this. No, no, no. It's just sort of like... Yeah, sometimes it, the guitar jabs in like right. as a vocal. Yep. yep. You know, it's like almost like they're thinking about the vocals as another instrument, like they're thinking of the guitar as an that's, instrument. That's actually... Yeah. Uh, you know, you mentioned polyphonic. Yeah. Uh-huh. Let's play a little bit of that because I, I want to get uh, that people one an section, idea of yeah. that. So this is polyphonic off the Elman series first and last LB. Yeah. <laughs>
polyphonic uh, element stories. You know, we were talking yeah. about how they, they, they just get into this groove and then it starts to sort of drift off into this. I know a lot, most of these songs do drift off in this weird place, but it's all like centered. Yeah, yeah. It somehow works. And, and I don't know if this is an album. You know how some albums. You uh, and Foxygen, which we just talked about recently, I was, is, is, I've, I've been thinking about Foxygen all is, night, man, is, because of these guys. Is one of those. Uh, well, maybe you can speak to this. Yeah. You know, some albums you hear that first track, and you uh, you sort of like shut the door to the van, mm-hmm. and you're like, you know, you're off on a journey. Yeah. Well, Foxygen yeah, was so, definitely. Yeah. So, so like, okay. Um, Kevin and I have been G-chatting a lot about that Foxygen yeah. album, and and just and just having it's it's, it's, it's it's therapeutic properties, yeah. which are which are extensive. Yeah, yeah. But um, that that um, Hang is a very uh, composed and controlled environment. Um, yes. This album is not like that. It's 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 coordinated, but it's not it's not kind of like handled in the same way yeah um the biggest difference for me and i because i was actually thinking about this driving home tonight is that the minute i heard hang i was like well obviously follow the leader is like immediately on my best of 2017 playlist like you know i don't care what date it is january 2nd like boom it's there with this album i fucking love this album to death i don't know what song i would put on a playlist i don't even know if putting if pulling a song out of it I think it does a disservice to the album because yeah. I think it all it works so yeah. well as a whole, you know. It, yeah. Well, that's what I mean. It's like it it, it kicks off with catcalls, which is yeah, which that that sort of lays down the 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 mission statement of that. And, you know, I mean, there's yeah. like, again, there's a lot of like bouncing vocals off each other, a lot of like vocal interplay, and yeah, give you a little touch of everything they're going to right. kind of do. Yeah. Yeah. For the next, you know, and 34 so minutes. If, if you're in. Yeah, yeah. If you're like, oh, you bought okay. The ticket, then get, get ready to take <laughs> yeah, the yeah, fucking yeah. ride. Well, and then, and then, and then Thiamine, I think, I think is actually like a better poli- overtly political song than yeah. anything on the priest album that we talked about yeah. recently. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, like it, 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 it hits every single note and, and much. And I think like the Grays, it was actually written after the election. So right. okay. so it's actually informed by yeah. things that happened right. and, and yeah. was written in that setting from actual people in actual DC. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, that's that's um but I just keep getting sucked into that groove and we were talking about it a yeah. little bit the, the 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 rhythm section of the drums, bass, guitar. Yep. They just the way they interact with each other and the way they don't really they they're playing together and sometimes they're playing a lot of stuff is going on, but they're not stepping on each other. No. And it has this, you know, you know, I'm a Grateful Dead fan. I know we yeah. all are like where you have that ability to sort of play with someone and a lot is happening and you're grooving and, but you're not, you know, you're not stepping on each other and you're, it just it's called it, being in a good band. Exactly. So. <laughs> I mean, I'll I, tell you what, that's the thing that really pulled me yeah. in was just the rhythm section and the way they groove together. I, I, I want to play was... a little bit of a track because I think this is this is the last track on the album. This is Precious Metals. Nice. And, and I think mm-hmm. it's like, you know, where a lot of this is political, a lot of it is about relationships. And this is a great, uh, the chorus of this is a great sentiment about relationships. Yeah. And whether it's an unrequited relationship or whether it's a relationship in crisis or wh- whatever, you know, but uh, this is a little bit of Precious Metals. Filling up your pockets with my silver and my gold no 
Hoping something will happen. Like, that is such a. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't even know how you plan out a lyric. That That's one of those, those lyrics that literally, like, goes down in history as, like, one of the. One of the truisms of rock and roll. It's a yeah. it's a resting. Yeah. I think. It is a like, resting. Like, if you're hearing yeah. it, it just instantly. You know, because yeah. you don't know from, from that. Like, are, are you talking about somebody who is pining for somebody? Mm-hmm. Are you talking about somebody who's already in a relationship? Are you talking about somebody who's in like a relationship? You, you, there's yeah. no way to know, but yeah. you know everybody has been there. Yep, it it, it conveys this universal like universal sense of danger. Yep, and yeah. and and danger is like one of those sneaky ingredients that like you can't necessarily plan for when you yeah. like you if you set out to write a song that sounds dangerous, it's going to sound tame and stupid <laughs> yeah but you stumble you stumble upon danger yeah. like the way these guys have yeah. done and 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 there's a lot of this is like a weirdly for as much as i love it and as much as it makes me feel like at peace with the world yeah. it's actually a menacing album it is oh, yeah. Yeah. Darkness, it's mean as right? fuck yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. it is yeah. a no, mean it, it, damn album yeah <laughs> i'm a little scared of it at times yeah like when, I'm, when, it, when it's on yeah I'm sort of like like i remember it was on this afternoon and and i felt like the entire like i wasn't paying attention to it for a moment and i felt like it kept telling me you're not paying attention to me yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Look at me. <laughs> so, <laughs> so good. That was like, so oh, what, I need I to mean, pay attention. What, what can we, uh, two things I want to talk about. Like, one is what can we compare? Like, I am struggling to find an album that is like this arresting in recent memory. Yeah. Definitely in last year. Like, that, that just like grabs you by whatever body part it grabs you by. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it could be the heart. It could be something else. You know, and, who who else is doing this? It shit. There's, there's <laughs> a great yeah. yeah. I mean, because like, it's, yeah. It, it's angst. There, yeah. I mean, there's, yeah, it means a, there's so, a little it, it, bit. It's of, angst, but it's earned angst, yeah, and, and that yeah, is so yeah, yeah. missing from music. Yeah, yeah. Because right. because a lot of people do angst and they work up the drama of it. And mm-hmm. there's certainly drama in this record, and there, mm-hmm. but but it's all earned. It's all like. Universal, yeah, it is. It's it's all like sure. perfectly uh, executed and explained and and put forth to you to make you feel something. And when they want to make you feel that, that's what you feel. Yeah, yeah. I'm 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 so upset that a I didn't go see these guys last Friday right. here at here at Smith mm-hmm. Public Trust. Yeah. Um. And B that they just don't realize that they should remain a band. <laughs> well, that's the second. Thing <laughs> yeah. Well, that, so that's part of the discussion. I think. Yeah. Is, so let's get to I, this. I wonder if they are as conscious of this sort of something. The the thing that they've tapped into that you know that it that it elicits an emotional response from people that are listening to it. I'm not. I, I would be interested to know if they are aware. That's a good of that's that sort question. of thing. Yeah. And I mean. It's like I'm looking at the poster on the wall here of yeah. morphine. Yes. It's like yeah. they elicited like and I I'm assuming they eventually That's actually became really good comp. aware of like wow. It's really good comp because people so he elicited an emotional response from people when so they listen to our music. That, 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 answers, my question, that answers my question. That answers <laughs> my question. Nobody's doing it. Morphine did it. They yeah. definitely did it. Morphine did it. There's so much space in, in this album. Yeah. But there's so much dread. Oh, but there's God. so much yeah. joy. There, yeah. there is joy in the dread. There is yeah. like, it is lousy with all kinds of just being human. And like, that's what makes it work. But to what we we're, we're, have to say right now is that if you made this, yeah. Okay. DC is a transient city. You know, Very I, I have so, not. Yeah. I did not reach out for a request specifically because I sort of want them to reach out and yeah. like tell us. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, if you made this, and and the word is, a couple of members had to move away. Yeah. Well. Who gives a fuck? It's 2017. Yeah. This is your calling. Yep. This this. Yep. They tapped into this, something. This is, you know? your, this is your calling. Yeah. This is what this is. Uh, this is such an exquisite, like example of what people getting together to make weird, impactful, emotional art can do. Yeah. And it is unlike anything I think that that has come out of DC. And I know a lot of people are going to argue with me about that or disagree with me about it's that. Sort, it's sort of more on the shutter to think Craig Wedren spectrum yeah. Of, yeah. of DC music yeah. than it is on, on like the priest spectrum that yeah. we just talked about. Um, Definitely. But, but yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, it was still, just, it's a curveball. Like yeah, when you threw it at us and I turned yeah. it on, I was like, what the, no, it's, where it's, did this come from? Cause I, want, like, I, what, I, I actively want to, because they're yeah. all in the scene that, that is DC right yeah. now, which yeah. is kind of a mess. Yeah, and and I wanted so very badly 
like to just be like, okay, I can move this away because they're breaking up. It's whatever. And there's no fucking way like you can <laughs> yeah, ignore yeah. this. Yeah. And like, so they're not doing anything. They're not, I mean, it's for all intents and purposes, this is dead. This is just hanging out on Bandcamp yeah. for maybe people to discover. And, you know, maybe that's the mythology. Maybe that's part of the appeal. But, but yeah, I would sort of say, the lost album but appeal, I would yeah. say if you're doing that, like, get your head out of your ass and yeah. fucking, like, understand that you, like, it's like they're they're like a Voltron on a band. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, it's a it's yeah. a they they it's like a shimmery, groovy masterpiece. Yeah, and, yeah. And, just, and and it's and it's it's gonna be it's gonna be criminally underheard. Yeah, and and in ten years maybe it shows up on a list or something. But like, but what would be even better is to hear these guys go for it. Yeah, knowing that they just say, hey, you put know what? this thing out. We're, we're going to play, like, ten shows this year. Yeah. That's yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. We're going to get some you know, other you know, shows. I would, I would, I would go to get, three of those. Yeah. <laughs> they're going to get the biggest venue in New York. They're yeah. going to get the biggest venue in Chicago. Yeah. They're going to get the absolute biggest venue in L.A. Yeah. You know, and maybe yeah. a few in between there. And, yeah, like... I just don't want this to become the 30 years later, it's on the mm-hmm. light in the attic, numero group. Right, you should yeah. have heard this right, right, when right. it came out. <laughs> right. You know, it's the like we were talking the, the yeah. Jim Sullivan UFO. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. it's yeah. like the the lost masterpiece. Yeah. You know that you just never heard when it came out. Yeah, and there were only a thousand copies pressed, and then you know it, it went away and was so, lost to obscurity. But so Eduardo, yeah. <laughs> what are you yeah. going to do with this? Well, I um, evidently missed the boat on the cassette <laughs> for this album. <laughs> which, which, come on, because it's, yeah. it's sold out. Um, I, uh, if it's repressed on vinyl, I will be buying the first uh, pressing of it. Um, I already bought it on Bandcamp. It's a steal at the minimum of $5, oh, and nice. you should you should pay more than the $5. Yes. Like, yeah. it, it's, yeah. it's a masterpiece. Yeah. So it's available on Bandcamp for five dollars. Yep, yes. Well, I I will be uh, engaging in my five dollar purchase. Yeah. Until the vinyl comes out, and here, here. I would really enjoy to hear this on very top volume. Yeah. That's yeah. the thing I'm interested to hear. Yeah. Like on a really good system, cranked. Just, just for a night when you're feeling weird. Well, when I'm just and, yeah, and yeah here, exactly. Here's what's yeah. crazy is when you hear a top volume, you have it live. You have all yeah, these singers yeah, yeah. that are actual singers. Oh yeah, it's it's great. Stunning. It's great. And stunning. Kevin, I, I bought, dude. I, yeah, I, I yeah. bought this. I'm, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be pushing this, uh, or have, will have pushed this for the Bandcamp uh, charity thing. Uh, this is, we have, we took a long time to dig into the DC scene. Yeah, and we have sort of dipped. We dipped way in, and then we have dipped way out a little bit. A part of that is because there's just not a lot going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't. You know, we don't as a site support uh i guess hipsterism or or <laughs> scenesterism like i don't care if there's something going on i care if there's something good going on uh this was something phenomenal going on yeah. and I, it is blowing my mind that it is no longer uh a thing so i mean buy as many copies as you can yep. and uh, we'll be we'll be shouting about that we'll be talking about this at the end of the year yeah there's no For sure yeah. so um so element story self-titled <laughs> Uh, maybe soon to be legendary uh, LP that's it
The Elman Stories self-titled album, The Elman Stories, is available everywhere you can buy records. Uh, it is up on their Bandcamp page. I don't know if there's going to be a physical release of it. Um, I, I don't know what's going on with it, man. But all, all I do know is that it, it's a thrilling, thrilling fucking album. And uh, and leaves a, a, a giant, giant heart shaped music hole in the DC scene here. They, these guys were were amazing to see live. Uh, they have proven they're amazing on records. So maybe you know, maybe you're listening to this people in the L Man stories. Uh, if you are, uh, we aren't the only people saying this. Like, figure it out. Get back together. Make more music. Do it because you're great together. Um. Thanks again to Andre and Eduardo for coming down to hang out and talk a little bit about that. Uh, before we get out of here this week, I promised you a track from Sean Barnett. Said so that is what I'm going to deliver. Now, the history of so our history with Sean Barnett is this: back when we didn't do interviews, I had met Sean at a show. Uh, he played for a, a, a band called The Droids. We're looking for the Droids. You're looking for something like that. And uh, he's a big Hold Steady fan. This was back when I was shooting a bunch of shows. And so he just said, hey, man, are you going to be at this Hold Steady show? I said, yeah. And I was. And there's a U Street music hall. All of a sudden, this dude just, like, grabs me. He's like, hey, are you Kevin? I'm like, yeah. And I was like, yeah, man. The dude has good energy. So uh, shortly thereafter, he moved to L.A. I just packed up, headed out, headed out west uh, to do his thing. Well, we kept in touch on Facebook and whatnot. And then I got wind that he was making an EP or trying to make an album. And had, and was talking about moving back here. So we're trying to figure out how to get into interviews. And I say, hey, um, maybe you want to come down to the basement and sit here and talk. Never really met the guy beyond that show and uh, didn't know how to do interviews. And it turned out to be one of our best. Uh, it's something else uh, I will go back to if, I, if I'm if I'm feeling down and I want to be like, hey, I need a good interview that we did so I don't know we don't suck. Uh, I'll listen to that. At any rate, uh, a remarkable artist that has has been bouncing around. He's played all over the world, uh, working on his new album now. It's done. I've heard it. It's awesome. That's a spoiler. Not sure when it's coming out though. But uh, the point I'm trying to make is that part of him getting back here, and, and one of the last things he did before getting back here to DC was release this song, uh, <laughs> "Straight Motherfuckers and Your Famous Friends." Is eight minutes of him getting out every single bit of his soul onto wax. It is phenomenal. It is, it's holding uh, just a, a, a eviscerated, bleeding heart up for you to listen to. And, uh, and it's something that I don't know many people can do. And, and to be honest, like, I, I don't know who yet, we're trying to figure this out, who Sean Music is for. I love it. Because I know him, but other people love it because they feel this, and I think that's the important thing. So, at any rate, people really, people really dig that song. And uh, he ended up back here living with a couple people who really dug that song. Had a way to record it, so they went out inauguration, got all fired up, and said, "Hey, let's finally do this, do this a different way." And so they did, and now you have uh, a greatly expanded version. With Sean Barna and the the gentleman of Paper House, Alex Tebleff and all those guys, out on Blight Records, it is a it is a DC success story. Uh, here you go, seven minutes of pain that you need in your life. Uh, it's John Barna with with Paper House, 
street motherfuckers and their famous friends. Shannon at the door and the red hat 
Motherfuckers and their famous friends, the number one hit of all time. That that song, I I don't know how many feels I have left in my life. I know that gets one of them. Uh, that is, and again, like I said, knowing Sean, and I've seen him perform this, but also like knowing, just it's amazing that he opens himself up. Uh, like this uh, is not a thing that I'm normally like. Yes, this is my this is my jam. Uh, for some reason, he he uh, he hits the mark, and uh, and I hope you felt that. This is a lot to feel. The world may be out of feels right now temporarily, uh, which is good because it's gonna be a while before his album's out, and you're gonna need them all for that. Like I said, I I've heard it. It's fucking excellent. It is it is next level shit. Uh, it is sad that he is now in New York. But, uh, you know, he'll be back and forth. He'll be hanging out here again. We're going to have him on for an interview, in fact, once that album drops. Pictures of an exhibitionist coming out somewhere near you sometime. Uh, before that, though, you can actually preview all those songs. He's playing at the Rock and Roll Hotel this Friday. If you're listening to us on release date, it's this Friday. It is the 17th at Rock and Roll Hotel. The bill is Redline Graffiti, Paper House, 
where they're going to jam and play this song, obviously, that's not a spoiler, and then Sean's going to play a set uh, with his new band that he's put together. I haven't heard him, but uh, every band he puts together is amazing, so can't go wrong. Uh, I am going to be down there. A lot of other people, uh, we're all going to be down there, so get your tickets. Put a link in the show notes and do that. Uh, That's Sean Barnett, and that is your podcast for this week. We thank you for tuning in, as always. If you like what you heard, if you were one of the, if you were one of the, if you were one of the 3,600 people who enjoyed our George Michael podcast, please subscribe uh, and leave us a rating. Tell us how we're doing. Everything's not going to be that, but it can be pretty good. Sometimes, sometimes better than others. Um, you can listen to us on Stitcher, SoundCloud, uh, MixCloud. You can uh, Google Play. We're up there. We are pretty much out there everywhere. Coming up in the next few weeks, we got some really great stuff for you. We're going to be talking about the new Ryan Adams album. Uh, Julian Lage and Chris Eldridge have a new album coming out called Mount Royal. That is coming up. Miles Mosley uh, from, if you've seen Kamasi Washington or a fan of his, he has an album out now called Uprising. Uh, that is coming up pretty quickly. Also just did a great interview with Bobby Thompson. He's a local uh, guy here. He's a guitarist, generally in the blues rock territory, but, uh, you know, his 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 scope is wide. Uh, but, you know, we talk all about that. Talk about his new uh, album from his new band, Revelator Hill, that's coming out on March 3rd. So a lot of good stuff coming up. Uh, so there's your podcast. We'll be back in a few short days. Until then, be good to your ears, but be better to your people. We'll talk to you soon. No, 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 no. <laughs> Kenobi!